The Curious Lawyer, asking the legal questions you want to know the answers to. Welcome to today's episode where we talk with Catherine Fantov of Innovative Property Advocates about using a buyer's agent when purchasing property. Ellison Legal has limited liability under a scheme approved by the Professional Standards Legislation. This podcast provides you with general information only. It is not intended to provide you with legal advice, nor should it be taken as legal advice. Please contact your legal practitioner for legal advice that is tailored to your specific circumstances. Catherine is the founder of Innovative Property Advocates. She's a licensed real estate agent and been in the industry for almost 30 years. She specialises in helping people buying and selling property. Welcome, Catherine. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on here today. So, Catherine, um, just want to talk today about using a buyer's agent when buying property. Can you first tell us, what is a buyer's agent? Yes, so a buyer's agent is someone who specialises in searching, researching, evaluating and negotiating the purchase of property on behalf of a buyer. This could be done in relation to their principal place of residence or it could be for an investment property. So buyer's agents typically offer three different types of services. Uh, The first one will be the full service or as we call it, the search and secure service. This is where the agent identifies properties that matches the client's criteria. We go out and inspect them. We create a shortlist and then then we inspect together with the client. If one or more of those properties are suitable, the buyer's agent then takes steps to secure the property. That could be either by direct negotiation or by bidding at auction. The second service that they offer is called the secure only service. This is where the client finds the property themselves and then the buyer's agent is engaged to inspect the property, provide an independent assessment of value so the client doesn't overpay and then um, advising the client on any due diligence such as legal, um, having the contract reviewed and also things like pest and building reports, strata reports or any other research into the area that's needed. The buyer's agent then commences the negotiations with the selling agent Um, or they may attend at the auction to bid on the client's behalf. The third service is the bidding at auction service, and this is pretty much just as it sounds. Uh, We turn up on the auction day and we bid to a level that has been predetermined by the buyer. There's no due diligence with this service. Uh, We're simply instructed by the client um, what level to bid up to. And this is ideal for when people can't actually attend the auction. Um, They may be away on holidays um, or if they're nervous and worried about being caught up in the pace of the auction and potentially paying too much for the property. So that's pretty much the three different types of services that a buyer's agent offers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a nice rounded um, structure of the service, um, asking these questions because I don't ever know what's involved. So it's very interesting to know and good to know. Um, so if someone does decide to use a buyer's agent, um, why would they go through through that process then doing that themselves? 
Um, so there's uh, there's a few reasons why people come to us um, as opposed to trying to to take care of it on their own. Um, there's people who are potentially time poor, don't have the time to be going out looking every weekend because buying property can take up a lot of time, especially when you have to, Saturdays are the only day that you can get out there to have a look. Um, there's um, first home buyers, um, people who are inexperienced in the buying process and just want that little bit of extra guidance and also um, education along the way because they, they learn a lot from us. Um, and that's something that we we really love doing is helping the first home buyers getting into the market. Um, then there's people who are frustrated. They've been looking for a long time. They keep missing out. Um, the agents aren't getting back to them. Potentially they're selling the property to someone else without giving them the opportunity to come back and put in their final or their best offer. Um, and then there's also people who want to speed up the process. So people who have been looking for many, many months and they're just sick and tired of doing all that themselves. Um, then there's also um, people who are wanting access to off-market opportunities because as a buyer's agent we focus on specific areas. Uh, we have great relationships with the real estate agents in our area and the agents keep us up to date with all the new properties that come on the market as well as any off-market opportunities. And the reason why agents will go to a buyer's agent before they would go to potentially just any buyer in their database is because they know that our clients are already pre-qualified. They're already basically ready to buy. They've already got their loan approvals in place. And they know that it's it's um, they're dealing with another professional and so that the, the transaction will, will be smoother. And so there's quite a bit of professional courtesy going on. Exactly. Okay, well, that, that, that makes it quite handy. Um, you did mention um, the type of people looking could be first home buyers um, and they might engage a buyer's agent because there might be a bit of inexperience there or those who are just struggling to find something. Um, especially for those two and, and, and the other people who do use buyer's agent, but, but primarily I think those two um, is there anything that they should be looking for in a buyer's, a buyer's agent? Because um, if they're first home inexperienced, um, they might not know what to look for. Or if someone who has been looking for something themselves and can't find um, something suitable, is there something in a buyer's agent that they should be looking for? Yes, uh, most definitely. Um, so there are a few things that you should look out for and, I always say to people that you should treat the process of engaging a buyer's agent as if you were actually selling your home and choosing a real estate agent. So you should you should go through um, three interviews. So choose three different buyer's agents, interview each of those, um, and ask sort of the same questions for each buyer's agent. And then by the end of that process, you'll have a pretty good idea of which agent uh, buyer's agent you think is the best one to go with and some of those things would be um, first of all they need to be licensed they need to be a licensed real estate agent it's illegal to operate as a buyer's agent unless they are um, if they are an ex-real estate agent 
find out how many years they've been in the industry. An ex-real estate agent um, is the perf- makes the perfect buyer's agent because they've got experience on both sides of the buying and selling process. They understand how the real estate agents think and they understand how to um, the tactics and some of the strategies that the real estate agents um, employ. Um, Also find out what areas they specialise in. So predominantly you'd want someone who specialises in the area that you're looking to buy. Ask for a track record of buying in that area, what types of properties they've purchased, whether they've been able to save or how much they've been able to save for their clients. Um, make sure that the agent that you go with is is um, has experience in the type of property that you're looking for. So if you're looking for, let's say you're looking for a waterfront property, then you want someone who specialises in buying and understands that type of property. Um, unit market is totally different as well. So um, that should be a question that you ask. Um, ask them for phone numbers of previous clients, see if they're prepared to give you at least three of those that you can call oh, to find out about. For referrals. That? that would be a good good um, thing to ask for referrals. Yes, referrals and, and actual phone numbers of these clients that you can call up and have a chat with about the um, experience. Um, and um, a few other things is just to see with the personality of the buyer's agent that they're approachable, um, that they honesty is, is a big one to look out for, um, relationships with agents, what they're like. Um, and as I said before, definitely interview a few because not all buyers agents are the same and buyers advocacy is something that's um, definitely taken off over the last five five years or more and um, there's quite a few of them around and they do all operate differently it's just like real estate agents it's best to take your time and just interview three and then make your assessment from there find that comfortable relationship yeah, and you want someone that's, even if you may be taking your time, someone that's not going to get, um, um, someone that's going to have patience and someone that's going to be understanding of your situation because um, a lot of people feel that the buyer's agents pressure them into buying a property that may not actually be suitable for what they're looking for because they may have been looking for a while. So they're literally acting as the agent for that person rather than working for themselves. They're standing in the shoes of their client and acting in their best interests. Yes, definitely. I think that's um, very, very important. Um, Okay, so let's say we decide we are going to use a buyer's agent. How do we go about engaging a buyer's agent? So engaging a buyer's agent... um, the agent will have a agreement that you will need to sign, um, which will outline all the um, the details of the type of property that you're looking for. So you need to sit down with that buyer's agent, have a discovery session, or uh, create a wish list, as we call it, which is a list of all the things that you're hoping to achieve um, with the property. So we normally break that list down into three categories. The first category is things that you must have that are non-negotiable. Then there are things that you would like 
And then the third things uh, um, are things that you definitely will not consider. So if you don't want to be on a main road, um, if you don't want to be close to a school, things like that that are definitely not a negotiable. So the more information that you can give to the buyer's agent on the type of property that you're looking for, the better it is going to be for them, the easier for them to create a short list of properties and then and nobody's time will be wasted with showing you properties that basically don't match your criteria. So a fair amount of time needs to go into that planning stage um, and that forms part of the agreement that you sign when you're engaging the buyer's agent. Okay, so you've mentioned something interesting there where clients need to enter into an agreement. So that raises a question for me. How much does a buyer's agent cost? So buyer's agent's charges vary anywhere from uh, 1.5% up to 3.5%. That's of the purchase price. So that's, that's based on a full service. That's where the buyer's agent does all the searching and the securing for you. Um, now, it sounds like a big range and it, and it is, and, but there's an average of probably somewhere around the 2%. Um, and that would include um, an engagement fee which is payable upon signing the agreement. So that's payable up front and that's usually somewhere from around could be from fifteen hundred up to three and a half thousand dollars. That's to get the buyer's agent started and looking at properties, researching, doing all that type of thing. And then once the property is located and you've exchanged contracts unconditionally, that's when the success fee or the balance of the fee um, is payable uh, by the buyer. Um, there are a number of the other services, obviously, uh, are much less than that. And then there's a bidding and auction service, and that can start anywhere from $300 upwards, depending on the location. And there's typically a success fee involved with that as well. So if the buyer's agent is successful at the auction, they can charge a, a fee. It could be a percentage of the purchase price or it could be a flat fee. It all depends. All buyer's agents charge different fees. There is also um, a fixed fee option uh, for the full service. doesn't have to be based on a percentage. So some buyer's agents will offer a fixed fee service and that allows the buyer to know exactly how much it's going to cost them to secure a property no matter what the price is that they end up paying. So a lot of buyers actually find that that's um, a lot more favourable for them so that they, they can plan in advance. Um, so, yeah, it all depends on who you go with and what type of pricing they offer. I suppose it comes down to what it is that you and your client negotiate with um, one another. Um, but you, you were mentioning that once it becomes unconditional, that's when the costs are paid. Is that right? Yeah, so that's the success fee. So the, it's broken down into two parts. First is the, uh, the engagement fee, which is payable upon signing the agreement with the buyer's agent. And then that's usually non-refundable. Um, 
And then there's the success fee, which is only obviously payable upon success, and that's upon unconditional exchange of contracts. Okay. Correct. Okay. So with these costs in mind, um, because when someone is purchasing property, they do want to sort of have an idea of um, what costs that they'll be up for. But it's also important for buyers to know how much are they saving. So um, have you got any examples of how using a buyer's agent saves buyers money? Yes, definitely. Um, there are different ways that buyers agents are able to save buyers money and it's typically during the negotiation stage um, and some of the strategies that we use are when a new property is first listed on the market, we, we get in as one of the first people to look at the property and the problem with the market the way that it is at the moment is that there are so many people out there looking that competition is driving up the prices and it makes it difficult to save any money or, or, or get a, a good deal on a property, uh, especially in the areas of where we're based, which is the Sutherland Shire and the St George areas. Um, so the way we get around that is that we get in, try to get in first and then we put forward a very, very strong offer um, and the terms of the offer as well um, uh, to be put forward in such a way that will help the overall um, deal favour the seller. So what I'm talking about there is things like um, settlement terms, um, could be settlement date, um, it could be paying the full deposit, it could be releasing of the deposit, it could be a lot of different things that go in and, and package up that offer to make it as favourable to the seller as possible, to do it in such a way that will um, entice them to take the property off the market and, and, and liaise and negotiate further with us. Um, so that's one of the strategies that we use. Um, there are other situations where we've gone in and we've purchased investment properties for clients that have um, come to us with a budget. This is how much I've got to spend. I want to buy an investment property. I want to get X percent yield. Um, and we go out and we source those properties in, in the locations that we feel are best suitable to achieve those returns. And um, there's many cases where we've gone in and we've achieved fantastic yields, 5% plus for clients um, and a 15% gain in 12 months um, because we've targeted the right locations, we've targeted the right property down to even choosing the right tenant to get into the property um, on a long-term basis. So there are quite a few different ways that we do help save the client money. Um, and also bidding at auction is another one. Knowing how to bid at auction to knock out the competition um, has saved clients in the past anywhere from um, twenty to sixty to eighty thousand dollars. Okay, so it's um, it's definitely a worthwhile exercise. So it sounds like the cost saved in negotiating could potentially outweigh the cost paid 
uh, to the buyer's agent and taking into consideration the amount of work that they put in um, to go secure that property. It sounds like a win-win situation to me. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, and when you think about how much time um, it actually takes for the average person to find a property, going out, inspecting on the weekends, doing the research, it actually consumes, it does consume your whole your whole life, unfortunately. And a lot of people don't factor that into the equation when they're looking at, yes, a buyer's agent does cost, you know, a reasonable amount of money, but there's a lot of time that you're saving by doing so and time equals money. And also then you're also benefiting from the expertise, the experience, the knowledge um, of the buyer's agent that you just, it takes years to, to get to that level. Um, yeah, so, so it's definitely experience on your side. No, that, that sounds fantastic. Thank you so much, Catherine. Is there anything that you wanted to add? Some information for the buyers out there? Yeah, well, I'm just happy to say that if anyone is having trouble finding properties to buy or or just in that negotiation phase um, where they're trying to secure the property, keep missing out, um, we'd be very, very happy to help help you. Um, and you can visit us on our website, which is innovativeproperty.com.au. Um my phone number is 0411 Perfect. Thank you so much, Catherine. It's very, very interesting to learn a lot today. Okay. Thanks so much for having me. If you have a question you would like answered, please ask in the comment box below. I'm Nicola Garby from Ellison Legal. For more information, click the link in the show notes.